<laughs> and welcome to the South Road Boys. I'm here with Mr. Barnes. What a coincidence. Yes. I am one of the boys. You are. And there's only two of them. Do- so ah. if you're talking. Yes. And you're with another person. Yes. While doing this podcast. Mm. It's me. Well, that's true, but we could have a guest. We could have a guest. We don't. No, we don't. No, because we remember what happened last time. True. And here's another <laughs> issue too. Oh, there's more than that? Well, we love what we do. Yes. I don't know if someone else would just blend into that mix. Well. Fluently. Let's, all we can do is look on his, history. We've done it once. <laughs> We've done it once. Yep. And it was interesting. It was. But that said, the last time we did it, we did it online. We did. It was all Skypey. And that added a very different dynamic to it. Yes. You got cosy on the bed with our guest yeah, and did. a couple of bottles of red. <laughs> it's never going to end well. well. It could have uh, if you played your cards right. <laughs> I don't know if he was into that. Once again, mm. all we needed was another bottle of pepper jack. Uh, that was a long time Maybe ago. Maybe a Shiraz. Shiraz. That was a long, long time ago. Yeah, I think it was within the first 50. Yeah. Going way back. Yeah, and if you know what a Shiraz is, you'll know of whom we speak. (laughs) (laughs) He who shall not be named. Look, it was funny, but fucking, oh, it was painful. Anyway. Painful for me. And that was the intent. you loved it. Oh, I did. We both did. We absolutely both did. (laughs) Wasn't planned or staged at all. Oh, it was for my behalf. Wasn't set up, apparently. Yeah, no, Mm. she's a shut up. (laughs) Every single horse with Neshni's name. (laughs) How you doing? I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm tremendous. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Wow, you're really in a dark place then. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a little bit like those people on Facebook. They're always procrame. They'll procrame. Procrame. Hello. Procrame. That's, that's, that's when Kramer turns yes. into a prostitute. He's a procrame. procrame. Mm. Uh, but when people, people proclaim, yes. get the English out, Troy, they love for each other online all the time. Oh. Anyone, I believe, that does that. And look, I'm certain there's exceptions to every rule. Like the person you're sitting across. There you go. From. Everyone that does that regularly. I'm not just talking occasionally. I oh, know. I probably only... Um, uh, wedding anniversary? Yeah, occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if like, you have a really nice weekend, maybe a nice date out somewhere. Yeah, I think for or maybe my, if you get some. <laughs> yeah, if you get some. No, my, my, I think my last uh, proclamation of endearment towards my betrothed, my my teenage bride. became almost Shakespearean. I I was wording it very carefully. Um, I did 300 months in 300 seconds. Yeah. So that was our 25th wedding anniversary, and I did 300 seconds worth of us. Yeah. uh, Which I thought was funny, and it made me laugh. And that's fine. Yeah. That's actually a really cool occasion. And you know what? Very often. (laughs) And it was in the title. So you knew what you, <laughs> you were getting. <laughs> I don't even think I proclaimed love in there. I just went, uh, this young lady stayed with me for this long. Here it is. Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't like the title said, watch this for free Mars bars. Oh, fuck, you would have though, wouldn't you? <laughs> Definitely. And then you get to the very end and it's just a picture of a Mars bar. Yeah. Fuck, I you don't know whether ripped. or not. Do you ever get those where you see something on the book and I try not to get trapped into it? where you think you're going to watch something and then you look at the length of it and you go, 13 minutes? I don't want to invest that amount of time. Mm-hmm. But then you change your mind and you go, fuck, I will invest that time. And then you get to the end and you just go, you've set me up. Yeah. 12 and a half minutes of fucking round. 
could have done this in 30 seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much what I say to my wife. <laughs> 12 and a half minutes of fucking around. Could have done this in 30 <sighs> seconds. I wonder what would be better. I tell you what, that's four plays, isn't it? <laughs> that could nearly have made it into Troy's love tips. It could have. But it didn't. It didn't. No. Yes. But uh, for those who uh, haven't been made aware... Uh, Troy's Love Tips coming out early 2023. Look forward uh, to it. Fantastic book. Look out for that one. In all good bookstores. Speaking of love. Yes. Um, what I was saying before, uh, those who proclaim their love for each other regularly mm. on Facebook and all the rest, I always kind of think, is there something going on beyond the scene? Why do you have to keep convincing other people that you're so madly in love? Why, can't and you just be in love? Why do you have to prove it? I, I get more... Gun shy than a Kennedy, when I find that proclamation of uh, love or endearment, when it comes from the male side mm-hmm. of the relationship, as opposed to the female, women are more probably expressive in their feelings and emotions, and they're more likely to go, "Oh fuck, he did the dishes. He's the greatest in the world." Whereas men are just like, "Yeah, she's all right." Yeah, pretty much. It goes way back to the caveman days. Does it now? It does. That's where it when you studied in. when you studied. You, yeah, you, it's you, genetic. Genetic. Okay. It is because the man would go out and hunt, and they're all go go hunt food, bring food back to the cave, blah blah. And then the woman's back in the cave, and then when the man returns, come blah blah, got food. Yes. She's like, oh, glad you got food. Well done. And goes that, goes over to the cave wall. Yeah. <laughs> she has a <laughs> So you know that was her kind of show on the emotional side. Yep, and he was being the grunty male side. So well, it goes actually, way back to that. What she would have done is she would have... He, he's caught this wildebeest and then I she... love a wildebeest. Who doesn't? Yeah. And then she's done all the work of, you know, butchering it, carving it, drying the pelt, but she hangs the pelt at the front of the cave. Mm-hmm. So all the other cave women go, oh, nice pelt. Yeah. <laughs> Betcha Dazza made that, got that for you. That was the Facebook post of the day. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Sansa and Dazza got a pelt? Get the town talking. Yeah, get, wouldn't it? <laughs> cave talk with Sharaz and Dazza. Your cave must be so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some rocks in. Oh, I've got some rocks in. A few throat A few throat pelts. <laughs> a throat pelts. <laughs> a chaise rock. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. I would have loved a cave like that. Would you? <laughs> be great i don't think look in all honesty if it was you and i now Now. i'm talking timey-wimey we've entered some sort of portal or you know vortex if we get transported back to the time of the caveman i'm not sure you and i are surviving very long (laughs) imagine us going out to hunt (laughs) and we don't have guns anything we've got a Rocks, sticks, rocks. Sti- yeah. sticks, and our wits. Bare hands. <laughs> Where are we getting a bear from? <laughs> oh, Barry next door, he caught one. Excellent. They used the pelt. He stole the, the pelt. They, they kept the paws. It, like weapons, like yeah. Wolverine. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and what you do is you take the guts out of it and yep. you just put your hands inside them. Oh, like a bear glove. Yeah, fantastic. So how, okay, so you and I have got our rocks, our pelts, our bear gloves and our wits. Nice. How long do you reckon we're surviving? Not long. <laughs> Not long at all. No. There's I a better think... chance that something else is going to get us and eat us to survive than we are getting it. I think we probably learn how to suck cave dick a lot sooner than what do you we? think. Do we? 
Well, if we want to survive, we do. I think you'd make someone a very nice wife. Suck on the big hairy cave skin. (laughs) Big hairy cave skin. I tell you what, that stuff, that phallic member is not clean. I don't know whether, is there any other duties? (laughs) Is there any other duties that maybe cavemen had that you didn't have to go out and try and kill something? Sweeping up around the cave. I mean, surely there must have been some admin. I mean, they weren't they weren't <laughs> wizards back then. But what no. was the term back then? It wouldn't have been a wizard, but someone that would kind of tell the future. I'd be a wise. What about a doctor? A doctor. Well, you just rub herbs into it. Just grab a bit of mud. But that's it. Herbs and mud. Yep. Rosemary fixes everything. I'm tell you what, I'd, I'd, I could easily give birth. I could use it. I could get a baby out of someone. <laughs> Where are you giving the birth well, I'm from? I'm not giving the birth myself. I'm assisting with someone having the birth. Oh, you're an idea. Yeah. But imagine that, though. <laughs> you're right? an obstetrician. You get the baby a caveman out. obstetrician. You, you, know, you get the little <laughs> cave baby out, right? It's, and it's, all, it's like a monkey. It's furry. Question. Yeah. Tell me. Yep. Because I know the answer. Yeah. When a cave woman is giving birth. Yes. Or any woman, for that matter. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Which end is supposed to come out first? Which end is supposed to come out first? Of the baby. What are of you supposed baby. to be looking like? You're oh, looking, we, legs either side of you, we, are very much, we I'm wanna, talking cave bush in front of you. Oh, What's the first thing you're hoping to see? Um, what we want to see, we want to see a big egg come out of there. I want to say an egg. I mean, is in the head. Oh, not a stalk has dropped no, off an egg. Okay. No, so you want the egg to come out of the bush. Okay. A, a literal bush. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like it, it's... It, I mean, it gave the 70s a whole new meaning. Mm, and I mean, this goes way down to the inside of the knees. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's a full covering. Well, it's, it kept people warm back They're then. like chaps. Exactly. So what will happen is, though, you finally get the baby out. You just tug that out of there. You just tug it out. Just tug it out. Grab it by the neck. Well, you don't. You just rip it out. You push the head down a little bit, turn it round, drop the top shoulder out, bring the bottom shoulder out, and then you whip it out. Okay, for the fact that you know that is just bizarre to my brain. No, because you have to blame mum, my mum. But we're back in caveman times. Mm -hmm. They didn't know that. There was no drawings on the caveman wall. They said, this is how you take out a baby from the from the forage. <laughs> no, but I reckon it was handed down from the original doulas to the other doulas. Was it? Mm. Okay. Birthing techniques. Yeah. Mind you, you could have been in the creek, had a water birth. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh, right, there's, there's two things that's going to happen here. Okay. There's an umbilical cord, right? <laughs> there is. There is. So the only way to get rid of that is, A, to either bite it off, or grab a rock and just smash the shit out of it on another rock. Well, they no, they had slate axe handle sort of things. They had spears and stuff like that. Oh, well, they had that advance then, do you reckon? Well, it depends what 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 period in history we're going True. to. I, I mean, mean if, you, I, if you're going to get the pelt off. I'm saying Stone Age. Yeah. Where they're actually using... Sharpening a few rocks and stuff. Yeah. Well, I didn't get away with that. That's I mean, okay. that's not modern technology. Yeah. But the good thing here is, this <laughs> is a positive, yeah. is that... You don't even have to be good at your job. Right. Because the <laughs> the death rate for women giving birth then would have been astronomical. And they're probably only 14 anyway. Yeah, exactly. So you only need to get one win out of every maybe 50 Ten? cave women. Oh, okay. And everyone's going, this guy is a miracle worker. <laughs> miracle miracle, Troy. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I reckon, I mean, the life, average life expectancy wouldn't have been high anyway. No. I think if you were hitting 30, you were an old man. Yeah. So you really only, you know, you got a couple of babies out. That's all you need to do. Yeah. As long as you get the important ones out, you know, 
of the the head chieftain and stuff like that. Mm. I think you'd be all right. I is just, it a mage? Is that what it is? Like the wise, but a mage? Is that the sage? Right word? Sage. Sage sounds like a spice, doesn't no, it? No, remember. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this in context for you. Oh, here we go. Monkey magic. First, there came an egg, and it was called life, I think. And then from that egg became <laughs> monkey, great sage, equal of heaven. Sage, oh, I believe. God, I love it how we're using monkey <laughs> to work out history. On a mountaintop. <laughs> monkey is funky, there ever was. He knew every magic trick under the sun. He's the one that breathes guards and had some fun. Hey! You don't know all the words to monkey magic? I haven't watched it for a while. Really? Yeah, I, I know you go on. reinvented a little bit in your brain a while back. You watched a little bit of monkey, didn't you? I watched the new monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't as no, I didn't. As, get it. I didn't worry about the new monkey. Wasn't as racist as the old monkey. Probably understandable because yeah. it was a bit of a time shift. I never saw in the new monkey what I saw in episode two of the old one, where they were fighting, and obviously the the speaking was in Japanese, mm-hmm. so they translated it into English, but with the Japanese accent. Yeah, where monkey was fighting this. Demon, which is basically a guy in a fucking mask. Yep. And he went, ah, poofta. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking lost it. For those people oh. who don't remember the glory that is Monkey Magic, oh. it's either episode one oh, wow. or episode two. It's just is that really glorious. Ah, poofta. <laughs> and there's so much blackface. Like, it, it's just wow. What was, would it have been 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, monkey. <laughs> Japanese TV show about a Tibetan Chinese monk <laughs> and was big in Australia. It's amazing how some things can get a cult following for mm. no reason other than being bizarre. And it was all we had, really. I mean, back in the day. Two, that was our two channels. biggest international show. Wasn't it ever? <laughs> So, Caveman Troy and Joe, you're making your living as a, a as an obstetrician. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I mean, you're probably not called an obstetrician, to be perfectly honest. No. Um, what's I mean? What's the caveman term for a reverse plunger? <laughs> I'm not really sure. The reverse plunger. <laughs> Oh, that's my manoeuvre. Oh, the reverse plunger. Yeah, so basically what I do is <laughs> yes. when the head starts coming out. Yes. I don't know if you've ever tried this before. No. But you get both hands yes. over the foliage. <laughs> right. Spread the foliage. Um, and because everything's quite quite damp mm. down there. Mm, lots, lots, lots of blood and bits and pieces. and Bits and pieces. <laughs> you know, all the... <laughs> bits and pieces. <laughs> Show us your bits and pieces. <laughs> I could just imagine at the six-month console, I just need to move your bits and pieces so I can see. <laughs> you the young cave girl comes in. She's almost giving birth. She's got contractions. I just need to move your bits and pieces to see how dilated you are. Like, I'm not sure. That's okay. Go with me. I will. I'm there. <laughs> so... So you you move the foliage to the side of it, yes, and everything's quite damp. There's blood and there's jelly and whatever. Jelly, else you, got. <laughs> you know, it's all very gelatinous and all the rest of it. So, <laughs> it's all it's all just very bah, very bah. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the male husband, caveman, he's already he's gone to hunt something else. <laughs> he's like, getting, he's can't getting, do it. He's getting the brontosaurus, well, not brontosaurus, because cavemen and dinosaurs never existed, but he's going to get a wildebeest for the whole township to feast on of course. to celebrate the birth of his beloved exactly. son. He doesn't know it's a girl. <laughs> And he's also not realising I'm about to do the reverse plunger manoeuvre. So what do we do? So you've got the the blood and the jelly and the gelatinous stuff, and you're moving that in the foliage, and it's it's all like a wet sludge right now. So what you do is... I really wish roadies could see... The hand actions that are going well, makes with, a, with a podcast. <laughs> so what you do is uh, you cut, and this is where it comes in the hand actions. This is where the hand, the hand actions, actions come into it. Yeah, because that sounded a bit seedy, this and this is, like, is not what this podcast is. No, it sounds like the Muppets, though, yeah. the hand actions. <laughs> so what you do is you put both hands over the egg. Yes. It's all covered in jelly and blood. and mm-hmm. just, And you suction it on there. So it's like it's just a full on suction over the egg. Oh, you're creating a mini suction cap exactly, with your hands. Yes. Like a plunger. True. And then you pull your hands back mm. and it pulls the head out of the orifice. Of the- well, okay. I hear you. There's a couple of questions I have there. <laughs> I thought I made it pretty simple. How is it a reverse plunger? I would have thought a reverse would be pushing that shit back in. No, you're not, you're not pregnant. You're not pregnant. I don't know what I'm doing. Because, because what you're doing is, see, when you plunge, you basically push it down and suck it back. Uh, Whereas this, you're just, you're just resting your hands over the, over the jelly. Creating the vortex. Yeah, and then you're just bringing it back. So you're not pushing it in. No. You're just bringing it bad. back. Yeah. And that that's is what a caveman obstetrician knows. Exactly. Don't push it Don't in. push it back in. Pull it out. No, that's why it's called the reverse plunger. Strangely enough, mm. plungers weren't invented back then, but I already knew the word. Yeah. No, well, it's, that. A, it's a medical term. Mm. Um, my other question is, yep. we have previously covered that, look, we, we're suggesting that the cave woman and probably cave men are a bit more in the hairy McClary from Donaldson's dairy side of things. That's a great area to pick from. Yeah. Yep. Would you not be better off just reaching into the dark abyss that is <laughs> the cave minge and just... <laughs> cave min- Hashtag cave minge. <laughs> Hashtag cave minge. And just <laughs> grabbing a fistful of hair and just <laughs> whipping it out like some sort of David Copperfield magic trick. <laughs> So I'm just looking at your hand the way and you then just you can rip kind it. of. I oh, like entertain her. Yeah, while like you some sort of marionette her. sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you oh. wouldn't want to marry Annette. She's just no. a girl who's well up for it. You probably yeah. don't want to marry her. No, she's not the one. No, no. up for a good time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You're doing it. Yeah, oh, you, you would. wouldn't marry. You wouldn't marry no. a couple of beers, and you'll profess your love, but you're certainly not marrying. Her. <laughs> Do you reckon? I mean, because things were a bit. Big shout out to all the Annettes out there, the roadies. We're a bit warm down there. Um, Moist even. Do you reckon cavemen? Oh, what year do you think humanity started actually cutting their hair when it got in their eyes? You reckon that was it? Yeah, pretty much. That. So as soon as it got in the way, Functional. just rip it out of there. Cut it off with a rock. Yeah, I reckon that's all they did. Yep, put your head I in reckon, the fire, burn it off. Well, I reckon, here's the thing. I reckon cavemen, specifically cavemen, 
probably invented the mullet. Oh, it's... Business in front, party in the back. Yep. Because the party in the back is keeping your neck warm. Mm-hmm. Maybe keeping some bugs off. It might be a bit like, you know, some sort of warrior code thing where you have, you know, the long hair and sort of the last of the Mohicans. Sort of like the Vikings. Or the last of the Mohicans or something like that. Strange enough, though, you look at the Viking TV series, it seems to be Mohawks. Don't know where they come from. Where they get the product? Anyway, moving on. Really sharp fucking swords. (laughs) (laughs) And lots of little braids. Um, And then, but you've got to keep that visibility. You've got to have that there. So I reckon they're just with the stone. Maybe. Cutting the fringe off. Giving themselves some bangs, maybe, oh, but I reckon it's all. Good. I reckon it's all about the moulay. I reckon they get rid of everything to about the crown, and then party in the back, so you can let your hair down when you're having a good time. Oh, good on them! Jeez, it would have been ball. a good life, wouldn't it? Been a wouldn't caveman, it, wouldn't have been tough. No, no. All you got to do is go and find Tucker. That's it. Have sex with your lady, Tucker fucker. Like that's all it is, <laughs> Tucker fucker. Job done. Well. What a life. But that was written on the cave of many a man back then. Wasn't it ever? Yep. Life tips. <laughs> Tucker fucker. Tucker fucker. <laughs> wow. But historically a, correct all this. Histor- like yep. archaeologists have found it. Correct. Mind you, according to an archaeologist, and this is a true theory, what do you think is was an archaeologist's declaration of True humanitarianism. <laughs> I try to come up with a different phrase of it, but what said to them we lived as a society? You know, what invention or what proof did that that archaeologist find found that we lived in groups and that we were no longer the survival of the fittest. We lived as a tribe and we and we cared for each other. What would he just been Humanitarianism, finding, I suppose. What would he just been finding settlements that were grouped together? Well, you think so. And that would be the most obvious thing because we live in gangs and groups and communities. Do and- you know what she found? And that she said this was the key to showing true empathy and hu- human connection. Okay. It was a healed femur bone so a human remains mm-hmm. with a femur has been broken biggest bone in your leg yep and it healed so that person was basically incapacitated they couldn't hunt they couldn't mm-hmm. gather they couldn't do anything so that meant that, that would have had to have been cared for someone, someone. had to look after them while their bone healed because they didn't die while their bone was broken so their bone healed it's true they didn't even eat them they didn't eat them yeah. Oh, they could have. Yeah, Fucking well, not going anywhere. Why not? It's meat. Yeah, free meat. I'll tell you now, if I was hungry Would you? and my neighbour passed away, yep. I'd take a leak. You'd take a leak? Yep, take a leak. Oh, a leg, right. Yeah. I was about to say. Not one. to be confused with the American style where they take a knee. Very different. Very different. It's just taking a whole leg. A whole leg, yep. like from the thigh down. There's a lot of meat on that. Isn't there ever? Mm, and the, and the best thing thighs. is, you, you slice it up into patches and it fits in the oven beautifully. You can even fit it in the fry pan. Do you reckon they had ovens and fry pans back then in cave? Well, maybe. No, but I'm talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 2020. We've progressed. Hey, neighbor. How do you? Hadly diddly do, neighbor. How are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, you broke your leg, did you? Oh, I'll be around I'll for dinner. I'll come and look after you. <laughs> I'll be ready for dinner. Uh, you kept recording, Jay. I'm going to go and see Terry. Make sure he's all right. 
Hey, Terry, can you put the oven on for me? Uh, anyway, so that was, that was I don't know why we got there. But anyway, what's going on in your world? Um, had a few things going on. Mm. I had something go on and something going to happen. Oh, hello. Did I tell you about the ratastrophe of 2022? <laughs> the ratastrophe. I heard I heard about the plague of mice that you have living in your trees. Yeah, right. So the mice in the tree. Right. Yeah, but you haven't told the roadies about this. You only tried to show me your Righto. your nocturnal micings. Yeah, nocturnal micings. Yeah, I like that. Well, we had the possum, or what we believe was a possum, in the old chimney void. Yep. Do we know what that was? I'm thinking it's. More, I think it? it's more rodenty now. Oh, okay. So there will be some baits put in the roof. Mm. Uh, so. Went camping the other weekend. Yes. It was very crittery. Mm. As we, if you listen to the last episode, there oh, the were wobble, bandicoots and wobblies and there were ringtail possums and there was a mouse in the gas bottle. Like there was, it was a whole <laughs> fucking menagerie. You are the doctor do little of camping. <laughs> Pretty much. So, and then I came home and then was it a day or so later, um, I was out the front of my house. Mm. Heard a rustling in the, the cord lime tree. That's right. And I thought, oh, because I'd heard, I know there is a possum that will run across the roof sometimes. Why not? Um, you hear that occasionally. It's a thoroughfare. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, after all those critters on the weekend, I wonder if there's a freaking little possum in this That's followed you. I mean, how good is this? It's your little ringtail that's the found you. Yeah, found, found you. So I've crept out that had a look, and I've looked Bellamy. up with the, with the torch in my <laughs> Water ship down for throwback for those out there. <laughs> so random. Um. We talk on my phone. Fucking water ship down. I know. Oh, things to pull out of nowhere. <laughs> I said the talks light on my phone. Talks light up in the cord line, yeah. and there's these two little bloody mice up in there. I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? Of all the places to be, that is bizarre. But I'll so be it. Whatever. Yep. Anyway, the next day, yes, I came home for lunch. So I was out the front, um, near the front door, and. Suddenly, heard this thing go bang next to me, and I turned around and fuck me. A rat jumped out of the tree, splintered tree, and tore around the corner of the house. Just took off. Yes, and I suddenly thought, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't mice; they were baby rats." Oh, they're delicious. So I've gone and looked, and fuck me. Mm. Um, you have a nest. There is a nest of rats in a cord line tree. Oh, wow. Like, of all the places for them to set up shop. Like, less than two metres from your front door. <laughs> so. Set up shop. They've <laughs> <laughs> got a magazine rack. <laughs> Siggy's behind the counter. Yeah. Drinks fridge. <laughs> they do lotto tickets. <laughs> it's basically a news agency. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if you need to test positive and negative for COVID, that's where you go. Yep. They'll just give you one quick bite. <laughs> no. Yep. yep. Here's a rat. Um, so, <laughs> so I've, I've, gone, I've gone, what the fuck? So the next night I've gone out there, I've looked at and fuck me, here's a big fat one crawling around up in there, a couple of little ones cruising around. A fat shaming much? So, <laughs> he was a fat, or she, <laughs> fat was a fat rat. Fat rat. Yeah. Don't go. Now, oh no, that was So rat. it had this plan. Mm-hmm. So oh, this delights me. I thought <laughs> Steve Irwin. Let's, let's make it so their home mm. isn't as pleasant as what they thought it maybe was. So you set it on fire. Maybe this real estate wasn't the best place to choose to set up a home. <gasps> Can I tell you what I think you should have done? 
should I have done? Put up a wind chime. <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, fucking annoy him. <laughs> oh, I've heard I just play fucking Celine Dion 24 7. Or worse, me pretending to be Celine Dion. <laughs> Where I carry Christmas carols? That'd do it. All I want for Christmas. <laughs> so, mm. I've thought I need to make this really bad. So, <laughs> you need to I've, make this really uncomfortable. So, I've rung my friend back. <laughs> did you just and I've said, "What are you up to?" <laughs> Hang on. If you wanted to make it uncomfortable, <laughs> did you just stand there no, jerking you? off at the tree <laughs> through the window, thinking they can't see you? <laughs> Hey, hey, little rodent. Hey, little rodent. <laughs> Gary, he's back. <laughs> and he's touching himself. We need to fucking move. The kids are here. <laughs> I can see him. <laughs> I've just got this creepiest fuck image of me in the bedroom window <laughs> curtains blinds open just a little bit though just a crack just, just naked with kind of a half flaccid cock he can at least turn the lights off so we can't see him <laughs> these rats just there with the tree just going boom look at him he's backlit <laughs> he's, anyway. wearing, he's wearing a mokini <laughs> lime green so, mm. rang my friend back. I said, "What are you doing?" She said, "Because <laughs> that's what you do, Rick." So, yeah, I said, so "I'm just, just about to game." I said, "Cool. Do you mind telling me a favour?" How do you feel I about said, rats? I said, "I need you to come into my place so I can get hard and video, <laughs> <laughs> so I can really intimidate these rats." <laughs> I need you to come around and video me shaking the shit out of this tree with a broom. And I want to see the video. If the rats fucking go running everywhere, I want to get it on video. Oh, not so for... It could look amazing. Not for Australia's funniest time videos. No. When you get attacked by rats. I guess Tasmanian so. local killed by rats. <laughs> to be completely honest, my thinking was it would have been great content for this show. Wouldn't it ever. Brilliant. So anyway... Why didn't you call so me then? turned up. You're, you're ages away. Ages away. Yeah, like she was, she's two minutes away. Oh, you're enough. 45 minutes away. Fair enough. Minutes All right. Away. Right. Carry on. So, she turned up. Got to set up with a video. I'm there with the broom. I'm on the front <laughs> She's line. She's got a ring light. Yeah. So, <laughs> just to get good content. Exactly. She's filming. Facebook and then, live. And then I'm thinking, okay, let's go. So, I've got the broom and I'm bashing the fucking shit. I'm pushing the broom. You're not shaking the shit out of this fucking cord line. Yes. Nothing's going on. Nothing is going on whatsoever. Right. Was very fucking disappointed, I've got to admit. So, bashing the shit out of this fucking truck. Yes. Going nuts. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Very disappointed. <laughs> They've gone into hiding. Very disappointed. So then I'm thinking, okay, we need to get a bit more violent. So then I start bashing <clears throat> it even more. A it's bit more than the kick that I got you do last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah it's full on. Um, I did see something drop. I think it was a baby one. Oh, a little kitten. But it took off before. I don't know whether it took off or whether it was just a bit of branch that came out. <laughs> Hard to tell of a night time. Michelle? <laughs> Not Michelle Branch. No. <laughs> Trace put out too. I think it was the 25th anniversary for a debut album only a week or so ago. Well done, Michelle. Good job. Uh, so then the plan was bash it even harder. Of course. And you know what? Finally did it and fuck me, it's a big ass rat ran down the tree, pissed off around the corner of the house. Perfect. It's the caveman in you, mate. When in doubt, bash it harder. Yeah, but, <laughs> but honestly, on the video, 
you can only see it if you put it in slow-mo and did it very slowly. You see this little white belly go down the tree, the tree trunk? Not really what you're so after. So it didn't really give me what I was after. Mm. So anyway, Beck then decides, Burn I'm it. just going to get down and shake the shit out of this tree. And I'm like, rat drops on your head, not my problem. <laughs> but I'll take the camera and the ring light. So anyway, so she goes and does that. Half the tree breaks off. <laughs> oh, shit. Just come off into the garden. And we're going, okay, maybe we won't do that. But I've said, you know what? I reckon now they've gone, this is not good real estate. No. We're gone. Yep. It's all good. So I thought, so. Or now we've got a ground floor apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have to keep fucking doing those stairs every day. We've got a ground floor apartment. That is funny. So anyway, so we've done all that. Yep. Gone nuts, whatever. I'm thinking, fine, all good. Fine. <laughs> Didn't work out what I wanted it to be, but, you know, we, we've given them a good good bit of a... Shaken. Yeah, yeah, shaken, not stirred. Mm. And that, that'll fuck them off. They won't like it. So, <laughs> she buggers off. Yes. About 11 o'clock, I thought I'm going to have a sneaky ciggy out the front of the house. Yes. I'm standing out there and I... You see this man looking at you masturbating furiously. <laughs> Get you back, bitch. <laughs> I can hear this little bit of rustling. I've gone, you've got to be kidding me. So, I've stepped out in the garden... With the light on the camera, or the camera light on my t- on my phone, mm. point it up and fuck me the whole back. <laughs> and I just looked at him and said, "Really? Well, you've basically <laughs> just, yes, you've basically really. just had a fucking earthquake. Yes, half your home has been demolished. Yes, and you've gone. Oh, we'll stay. We've got stuff here. This is our place. Fuck. This is our home. So now we're raising a family here for crying out loud. So now what are we supposed to do? There's some rat bait satchels up in the fucking tree. Oh shit! And we'll wait in the other next few days and see how much fucking rustling there is. I'm telling you, a wind chime that's going to piss them off more than anything. But of all the places, yeah, for a family of rats to go, you know what? Here's a good spot: a fucking cordline tree. Why not? Why? Easy access. Oh, Jesus. Out of the wind. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, was not impressed. Not you should have just told me to get Jake to come over. He would have got rid of him for you. He loves rats. <laughs> oh, he's mad, that boy. He is mad. Mind you, the other night he put Rex to bed, and for those roadies who don't know, Rex is our rooster. Went to put Rex in the rooster box, because otherwise he crows it fucking early is when he crows. Um, five little mice were in his... Oh, were they? Yes. He dispatched one of those with the peckety peck peck peck, and Jake's like, <laughs> and he went out tonight. And he goes, "No mice there now, Dad." <laughs> I went, "No, son. I well, bet no. you there's not." So maybe I need to get a rooster out there. Yeah. Well, you did say before to Be show him the cock. <laughs> <laughs> I could bring Rex over next week if you like. Do that. So if they're still there, I'll give you a heads up. Yeah, one. <laughs> not that head. <laughs> no, not that head. So the other thing. Oh, that, yes. That was the thing that's happened. happened. What is there's going to there's happen? There's something coming up. Yes. Which is exciting. And by the time this has happened, this episode... Airs. Uh, will air after this has happened, because this will happen this, this weekend, weekend coming. Yes. And we, of course, release the following week after we record. In case so, you or I fuck up and we need to do this again exactly on Thursday. Right. <laughs> so we have a bit of leeway. So I'm going overseas this weekend. Hang on. To the lovely city of Melbourne. Oh, are you going Tassie overseas? Which is pretty much these days yeah, since COVID. The mainland. Over the base, the base strat. Fucking hell. In Pablo Anglis. What is the base strat? Oh, I think they were a band a, from the 80s. It's a, it's a strat <laughs> that's a base. 
boom, 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 boom. Ah, the best straight. Best straight. So why are you going to Melbourne? Well, and Melbourne, Victoria, not Melbourne, Florida. I don't know whether you recall because I'm certain I mentioned it. I know two and a half years ago. Yes. Uh, there's a band called Black Veil Brides. Oh. I quite like. Yep. They're enough. kind of a goth medley band. Or no, really? From, from America. <laughs> that Black Veil Brides. I didn't think they were K-pop. <laughs> never know. Not with your music tastes. No, this they is They could true. be a Taylor Swift cover band. This is true. Which might get you across the line if they're a bit of a, a heavy version of it. Oh, I don't know. A goth Taylor Swift cover band. I'd love to see Taylor Swift. Swift. English gone. But no, if they all Swift, looked actually, similar to Taylor Swift. I love to see her goth. In gothed up. Yeah, interesting. And I'm talking I'm talking mainstream goth like Marilyn Manson Tainted Love. Yeah. Mm. No, so we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um I was gonna go and see them like I had tickets when COVID kicked in. Oh shit. And it was for like seven months down the track. Are something. they playing support for Whitesnake? No, they're not. <laughs> Don't fucking start on Whitesnake on me. All right. And, um, <laughs> and of course, it got postponed. Of course. So I did, did the right thing, kept my tickets, because that was the right thing to do back then. Supports the band. Exactly. Says, so, I'm still keen. Yeah, so it means that the band will come, still come along. Because I got so, the cash. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the date went down the track, of course, got postponed again. Mm-hmm. And then they moved it back, and it got postponed again. And I went... Mm-hmm. By this time, I've gone, you know, what's not going to happen? Like, seriously. It's 18 months down and if the track. Even if it does at this stage, the way we were set up in Tassie anyway, there was a chance if you went to Melbourne, there was, you might have to isolate when you come back. And that's For just like a four months or whatever. And- yeah. So I thought, you know what? I've done the right thing up until now. I'm just going to get a refund. So mm. be it. It's not going to happen. So here about three weeks ago, uh, I knew they were coming over again, finally. Mm, potentially. And there was an email that went out saying that basically there was um, nearly sold out. There was like 32 tickets left. Oh, shit. And I went, you know what? Things have shifted now in the regards to COVID and isolation and all the rest of it. Yeah, you can lick someone with COVID, and as long as you don't have symptoms, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. So you can lick a rat with COVID. Why not? Yeah. That could get taken two ways in this current COVID era. Wouldn't it ever? Yeah, a rat with COVID. A rat with COVID. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rat wrapped inside an enigma wrapped inside a rat. <laughs> rats have to do rats and all the rats went, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, so I just went, you know what? Fuck it. Yes. So I jumped on, got some cheap flights out of Launceston. Mm-hmm. That's on the Saturday night at 8.30 at the... Uh, I think it's the Croxton Band Room or something. Okay, um, I've heard that it's one. It's not right in the sea, but it's a little bit further out. It's yeah. just like a huge, big block yeah. like inside. It's just a square. Yeah, um, like typical, typical old band room style. Perfect. Should be great. Um, and it's going to be interesting also <laughs> being like wall-to-wall with people, shoulder-to-shoulder, mm, bouncing in, up and down. In the most isolated city on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... They've had more lockdown in Melbourne than anywhere yep, else in the world. Exactly. So These people are going to be more cautious than you will ever believe. So there you go. So we've got that. Yes. So that's happening. It works out, me being a uh, a fine black and white Collingwood supporter, go I pies. thought I'll see what's going on with the footy. Yeah, why not? Bugger me if Collingwood don't pay Richmond at one forty five on that same Saturday. Shut the front door. CG, which means that I've got plenty of time to be able to watch the game See, get, do that. Collingwood win. Have probably a beer at the pub afterwards. Get back to my room. Have Perfect. a shower. Get changed. Get to the gig. Yes. All good. Perfect. Fucking brilliant. And you'll be three sheets of the wind and on a high because of the victory. Exactly. Hopefully. Why not? So, Richmond. Yeah, they had a big win this week. Go, Tigers. Mm. 
We'll see what happens. Not as big as Carlton. I'm just going. <laughs> I'm, I'm over Carlton news. They kept letting me down. No, nah, come on. They're back on. They are. They are. But, uh, <laughs> the streak's the streak's back. <laughs> I, it's just going to be great to see the boys play live. I just love going. I'm watching live footy. It's great. And the MCG. I mean, yeah. it really is a spectacular oh, venue. It's just, ah, glorious. So. Um, it works out that um, I'm having the Friday off this week. Oh, you so another, a long weekend. Perfect. That's only, what, four in a row? Yeah, some of that with Easter and Anzac Day Damn. and everything else. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go. I fly out at 11 o'clock on Friday out of Launceston. For so, those people stalking Troy. So with no <laughs> delays, well, but it won't matter, you see, because by the time this goes to air, it's oh, already happened. Perfect. So they yeah, can't stalk so you. fuck you, stalkers. Yeah. Unless you're really, really hot, my address is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I'll get over to Melbourne with no flight delays about lunchtime. Yep. Um, guess what movie starts in the cinemas this week, Joe? Uh, Doctor Strange. Guess who's going to gold class at three o'clock in Melbourne on Friday to see Doctor Strange as well? Uh, a lot of people probably. Yeah, already got a ticket. Oh, that'll be you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. So, this weekend is going to be <laughs> fucking glorious. Awesome. Um, so, as long as there isn't a flight delay, and that could happen, but... So be it. If that happens, I'm not going to miss a footy or the band. No. Um, so, but it'll work out. Flying to Melbourne, going through my stuff at the hotel, mm-hmm. turn around a few times, go and watch Doctor Strange in Gold Class. Yes. Um, kick on probably at the Cherry Bar, one of my favourite bars in Melbourne that night. Why not? Uh, get up in the morning, go to the footy. Yep. See how that goes. Come back, have a few more drinkies, get to the band, go and check that out, come back to the Cherry Bar probably after that. Finally get up the next morning, get the fly back, be very, very seedy driving home, mm. and have an absolutely super weekend, which is going to tick a shitload of boxes of how exciting is this for Troy. I tell you what, we're going to have a bit to talk about next week. Oh, possibly. If you're capable of speech. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be good. That's that's three awesome things for me. Yeah, absolutely. In gold class. Yes. Um, which is, and can I recommend Gold Star Village? Crown. Crown. Look. It's something that I always get. They do these prawn Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah, you do like them, Fucking don't you? Fucking the prawn Twizzlers. And I didn't have that well. last time, so thank you for the reminder. Because yeah. you did tell me last time. You like your prawns. And, and you basically jizz like a guy <laughs> looking through a bedroom window looking at rats. Pretty much. Mm. They are delicious. Yeah, so I get to do that. Get to watch the pies play footy. Get to go and see some music. Get to go to my favourite bar in Melbourne. Perfect. It's great. So, so that's me. Just winning. That's me. All you need to do is come back to have no rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, I'll get Jake to come over and we'll bring Rex and so we'll get that sorted for you. Contemplating just chopping the fucking thing down. <laughs> I have a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> you do. So that's me. What about you? What exciting things have you got? Oh, you- well, Please thankfully, shed life is over. We've stopped shed camping. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't know if you looked on the on our personal messages on Facebook. No. For the SRB. I haven't today. We've got a message today. Someone's um, after a shed camping. Someone is actually um, on an Airbnb scenario. Yes. Has got a shed in Z in Tasmania. Fuck yeah. Um, for, for shed camping. Excellent. Do we know? Someone, a- someone's already doing it, Joe. Someone's, but hang on, is it a fancy pants shed or is it just a barn? Um, Do we know? It, it is not fancy and I'm going to find the link. So we need um, running water, power, I would like a toilet. Um, I hope no random messages come through on my phone while you're looking at this. If they are, if you get a dick pic, just kind of scroll the other way. (laughs) Have a look at that, Joe. And explain what you're seeing in front of your eyes right now. So those who listened last week, we did come up with the idea of a sheep camp, which is a very cheap, 
economical way of Airbnb. Perfect. Zian Tasmania. Yep. Now, that is, I mean, if Australia is the arse end of the universe, Zian would be the pimple on said arse. <laughs> um, the truly rustic bush shack getaway in peaceful West. Special offers, $19 off this home. The host is offering a one-time deal to the first three guests who book a trip between now and the 15th of July. Scroll the pictures, I think, uh, right to left. Yes. You'll get to see how lovely Okay, so what I'm looking at is, is <laughs> I think calling it a lean-to is probably overselling it. It's multi-pieces of corrugated line. It looks like it's got one piece of corrugated line just thrown yeah, on top. I'm surprised there isn't a sign out the front that says free hugs, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got shelving. Uh, it's got enough room for a single... Almost a swag. Yep. Uh, a shelf. I've mentioned that, sorry. A car battery, so it's powered. Um, an axe, home security. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then one more photo. It's got blackberries. So there's your bed and breakfast. <laughs> uh, it's got a creek, so somewhere to wash. Um, it looks like some sort of clothesline and a wheelbarrow full of wood, so there's heat yeah, nice. and somewhere to dry your clothes. Uh, a ladder. I don't know what the ladder's for, but oh, outside amenities it looks yeah. like. Yeah, it's a lovely Very, toilet. very airy. <laughs> there, <laughs> very is, airy. there is a long drop, but I like the way they've cut the hole in the long drop in a diamond. <laughs> Dropping a diamond. <laughs> um, and there is no, like you're sitting there, I'm assuming that you're going to have some sort of um, view with that. The old Cadbury's tin, I don't know, a couple of saws, <laughs> just to add that. Saw feel. <laughs> yeah, a couple of couple of long timber saws, yeah. Yep. A wood heater. There appears to be a shower curtain, which is actually a wall. They've even got a garbage bin. There's a sink. There's a fucking yes. sink. I've got to say that you are making this sound a lot better than what it is in the fixes. A generator. A little Jenny in the... Well, well there's a box, a box that a Jenny was in, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming there's a generator <laughs> in there. So it's still power... It's off-grid. That's very off-grid. <laughs> very off-grid. And esky, so you can keep your food cold. Uh, a couple of jerry cans outside our fresco dining area. <laughs> wow. You should be on the description for this. And another shot of some corrugated iron, which has, I don't even know. Don't know. Um, but all I, I know what, is- looking- Available now on Airbnb.com. Yep, how much is it at night? $19 off this home. Yeah. I think it's actually for sale. I, I don't even think it's- Maybe it is a getaway. I thought it was a getaway. Well, no, I think what the selling, I think they're selling it as a getaway, as a second home, like a holiday home. Oh, no, it's like a shack, like a shack. You know how they have up the Great Lakes. I've or got to say though, down let's, the east let's coast or honest. something like um, that. For those who may see, look, if I think about it, I might put the pictures of this up on our page, or just link to it, or, or link to it. Yeah, but um, it does look a little bit, a little bit kind of. Texas Chainsaw Massacre slash rapey. Yeah, it does look Still like people have bit. lost their lives there, if I'm perfectly honest. I'm not sure I could get the family across the line on that one. No, it's very, very horror movie. Like you, It's like <clears throat> if you came across this walking through the bush, doing a bit of a hike, Oh, you'd probably find someone there that hasn't actually seen society from maybe 30-odd years. Yeah, fighting his own war. Yeah, they, they are the caveman of now. Modern-day caveman? Yeah. Do they exist? Maybe they Question do. for the ages, mate. Question for the ages. The modern day ca- caveman. Are I they reckon real there are. Or not? But Zian, though. I mean, Zian, Tasmania. The jewel of the West Coast, really. I mean, if you're looking oh, definitely. at. Definitely. Mind you, I had to fucking. Did I ever tell you how many times I had to spend in Zian? I had an uncle, Uncle John. Do you remember Uncle John? Mm hmm. 
So he was a miner, even though he was over 18, he was still considered a miner <laughs> um, who worked Love down the there. Joke. But he lived in a caravan because he was a single man. He was working down there in the mines, and for many years he just lived in a caravan. The caravan was located at a guy by the name of Peter Scott. Peter Scott had the dubious honour. For anyone who's a fucking was West Coast. Scott of the Arctic, was he? No, he wasn't. No. Uh, Peter Scott and his wife, June, who I believe, for whatever reason, I was talking about him today, I believe June's just passed away two weeks ago, and that's a big loss. That's a shame, because of all the months, she was my favourite. <laughs> she was. Mm. But I think she was also the recipient of the West Coast Wilderness Award or something. Oh. Yeah, like... June was right up there. June's bloody a name to know. Um... They ran and managed the Zian outdoor swimming pool for okay. many, many years. I mean, if you're going to have an outdoor swimming pool, well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's not like it's fucking cold or fucking wet down in Zian 11 and a half months of the year. Um, but that's where Uncle John lived. He had a caravan on site in their property, and then through the back fence was the swimming pool. And wow. so every school holidays, my mother would pack me off to go down and spend a week with Uncle John. And holiday or punishment? Nah. Well, I love my uncle John, and it was quite funny. I probably I can't remember how old I was, but I used to call him Uncle Johnny, mm-hmm. Uncle Johnny, Uncle Johnny. And being a responsible adult that he was, he took me to the pub, which I think was Zian. That's allowed. I think was it was the Heemskirk is the pub, the local pub down there. Okay, and sure. I would have been on the raspberries or the cokes, maybe a raspberry and a coke because fucking living the villa loca. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything goes in Zion. And I think I used the phrase Uncle Johnny one too many times. And I just had him go, boy, because he used to always call me boy. Boy, you can just call me John. <laughs> oh, all right, Uncle John. I mean, John. <laughs> um, but that was where my first crush happened. Oh. Her name was Samantha. Was she really? Yeah, and she would have been at least five, seven years older than me. Joseph Peter Mather. Scott's daughter and she'd be well in her 50s now <laughs> um, but yeah she she was always there and her son Matthew or who I just thought was the coolest kid in town well it was Zane so there wasn't a big selection <laughs> um, yeah and do you think if you saw Samantha now no there'd be a bit of sparkling no eye? no I wouldn't even recognise her I probably could walk straight <laughs> past her but I, but I. That said, I work with a lady who is a Zian girl, a West Coaster, and she went down for the dawn service, and mm-hmm. actually saw Peter Scott down there. Oh, so and he's still about then. Yes, and had, hence the reason why I now know that June has recently passed. But Pete, Peter had been mm-hmm. his, Scotty had been his bloody seventies by now. Yeah, I mean he was old as fuck when I was down there. <laughs> he hasn't gotten any younger. <laughs> But I have so many good times just going down to Zion, and then eventually my uncle decided that, you know, oh, might you know upmarket a little bit, and he got a, a, a single man's quarters. Oh, calm down. Yeah, I know it was Jesus. like a little one bedroom, little unit down there. Special. This is the funniest thing. So Uncle John, he had the haircut of the Beatles in their heyday, that real bobble bowl yep. cut or whatever. The ultra sort of, um, Bon Scott type. Tight T-shirt, right? Bell-bottom flares, always a packet of Winnie Reds. Say, tell me, there was a packet of ciggies in the shoulder. Packet of Winnie Reds under the shoulder. A, a, a beer belly, like a little bask half a basketball, was popped under his tight T-shirt, and ticked all the boxes. Ticked all the boxes, but on his. <laughs> this is the funniest thing, and I, I, 
I don't know where it went because Uncle John passed about 20 years ago. But in his living room was a clock. And that clock, and I think it was given to him by one of his lady friends because he had a couple of lady friends. Well, the description he gave me of him, I'm not surprised. You're not, are you? I mean, he's not the bloke masturbating to mice. He's the guy who's out there moving and shaking. Can I explain it, mate? Rats. I'd never masturbate to rice, ever. Rats only. Rats only. You're a rat man. I'm a rat man. (laughs) I'm a rat man. Um, It was a clock, and the hands of the clock had butterflies on them. Oh, lovely. (laughs) So you saw this little butterfly in the second hand go around. Nothing says manliness (laughs) than a butterfly clock. Clock. (laughs) (laughs) But I did get one thing when Uncle John passed, or Uncle Johnny, because he's dead now. I can call him whatever I fucking want. Um... We went down to clear out his uh, house after he passed away. And in my garage, I have this from my Uncle John, and my wife can never get rid of it. As much as she may hate and dislike it, she can never get rid of it because it's my last memory of my beloved Uncle Johnny. Mm-hmm. It is an Elvis mirror. So it's a mirror with Elvis etched in black on oh, it. Oh, you've told me about the Elvis mirror. In his, like, hot Hawaiian days as well, not fat and bloated dying on... <laughs> hot Hawaiian days. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he made like 51 movies? Oh, it's, yeah, it's insane. In three years. <laughs> like, insane. <laughs> I think he was in every movie for three years. It's like, we're going to build your brand, boy. Yeah, fucking and hopefully. we're going to do it quickly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to send you to Army, take a couple of photos, and you'll be the poster boy for the US Armed Forces. Yep. Come back and then you will just shag everyone <laughs> and, and take all the drugs yeah and they've gone here sign this contract like, oh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much yes here is your standard rich and famous contract <laughs> just sign your name here can you imagine Mr. Aaron Presley back then mm. the mayhem that happened with oh. pop stars and rock stars Marley, it's probably a bit of, it was a mix of both back then really wasn't it yeah but I mean that mayhem that happened was without social media. That's exactly right. It was, it was just regular media. Yeah. And the it was hype. just, it was the hype. And the hype was built up by people telling other people how hypey it was. Yeah. And it just amplified and amplified and amplified to where they, they would turn up on a plane and they'd be lucky to walk out of the airport. And <laughs> when the Beatles originally arrived, because um, I worked there, they arrived at Essendon Airport. They didn't arrive at Tullamarine. Mm. And so when you go to Essendon Airport, you can go to Essendon Fields, which is the sort of the head office that manages that. There are photos of the Beatles arriving. And if you go to the terminal at Essendon Airport, they've actually got those photos blown up and made into like a, a wall on the thing. And you can just see just people losing their fucking minds over the arrival of the Beatles. Do you ever wonder why with planes... Yes, people are scared of planes. A lot of people they get a bit of uh, flight, 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 yeah, flight or fight. Yeah, like they get a bit nervous, a bit scared, a bit frightened. Why in the fucking world mm. would you name the place that you leave from a terminal? <laughs> <laughs> of all yeah. the words, because that's where it terminates. Obviously, call it a building. Yeah, something. Terminal or arrival. Arrival would sound far better. The airport happy place. Yes. Instead, you chose terminal. terminal. But do you Let's think start on a positive? No. See, my my nerdy brain goes. I reckon it was already named terminal. They got it from train stations. 
Which, once again, still not a fucking great name. No. But I reckon they just copped it from that. Don't like it. No. <laughs> if you're scared and you walk in and you see the word terminal, it's like, fucking sign. It's all over. <laughs> yes. Um, just call know, it an airport. Yeah. it's like we, we never want to hear the word terminal with the word illness. <laughs> no. No. No, or, not good. Or velocity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so that's the, that's the story of Zian. There you go. I love a good Zian story. But if you're up for a new, you know, romantic getaway, maybe for you and your girl, mm. you want to get a bit urban. No, not even <laughs> urban, rustic. Very, very rustic. rustic. Very rustic. Very rustic. Bit of a bush retreat. One of those scenarios where, you know, romance isn't about the surroundings. Romance is about the moment. Yeah, it, it does appear a bit rapey, though. Very rapey. <laughs> But maybe if if, what you could do if, if you're into if you're into a little bit of rough stuff, or, it's probably a good place for that. Or if you're finding a doomsday prepper, Oh, nice for that's, that. That's it, like because yeah. you're grid free, correct? Because like you can get there and you can meet, you know, on doomsdaypreppers.com, which is a matching love match site. Yep. and you find this potential it's like Tinder. Yeah, it's like, it yep. pretty much. Um, Would you dial with this person? Would you not dial with this person? Swipe left, swipe right. Perfect. Yeah. You know, zombie apocalypse. Swipe right, <laughs> Ebola virus. Swipe left. You know, are you, what are you taking? Into? But you swipe right, and you you make a love connection, or you make what appears to be a love connection, and you meet up at the local coffee shop, and you have drinks, and you go, look, it'd be really interesting to see whether or not we'd get along. And she mm-hmm. gets there and goes, yeah, absolutely. I love that there's a connection already. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got my Land Rover, and I've got my bug out kit. We're fucking going now. Like, are you ready to leave right now? And if she says yes, fucking that's where you take her. Yep. An intensive four-month stay. <laughs> four-month. An intensive four-month stay wow. at that place in Zan. There was only we'll, a certain we'll, amount of blackberries. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see whether or not it's a real love connection. We'll caveman it up. Fucking oath we'll you will. We'll go out, we'll hunt. Yes. You'll bloody get the pelt off. Yeah, exactly. You'll cook the food. Yep. I'll go find it. Exactly. And, and then I'll drag you by your foot or your hair and we'll make another love. Perfect. And you Beautiful. know if, if we see some of those tourists doing their, you know, adventure hikes or whatever, I'll, you know, have you scantily clad as bait out there in the wilderness and then we'll just mug the fuck out of them and we'll eat them too because they've come for our food. Or to make it even funnier, <laughs> yes. still eat them. But of to course. make it funnier, I'm going to wear the pelts. Yes. And I'm going to sit up in a tree and pretend I'm a drop bear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll land on them, knock them out, and then we'll cook them. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Beautiful. <laughs> Sounds great. Doesn't it ever? Anyway, roadies. So go, go and visit Zan. <laughs> go, go to, look, where else are you going to go Lovely but Zan? Yep. <laughs> the jewel is the West Coast, really. <laughs> anyway, roadies. Love it. Once again, it has been an absolute pleasure. I cannot wait to hear your tales of winning and victory in Marvel films next week. I hope so. I hope it's going to be exciting. Yeah, me too. I hope nothing, you know, covid happens and puts a quash on I hope it. hope there's nothing terminal. <laughs> no, I hope it's nothing. To- <laughs> if I don't, seriously, if I don't get COVID this weekend, yep. I'm never getting it. No, you are. Because I've given myself plenty of chances of yes. being around people. I'm going to be with a, probably a couple of thousand people in a box. I'm going to be in thousands and thousands of people at the MCG. Which is... I'm going to be in pubs and bars and on flights and fucking everything. If I don't get it now, I'm a superhero. Can you make sure at some point in time 
that along that journey you lick at least one doorknob because if you can do that and do all of that, you can go to the cinema, you can go to the MCG, you can go to a pub, you can go to a venue. If you can do that and lick a doorknob, can you I just say, like, if I'm out somewhere and someone sees me <laughs> licking a doorknob, I'm going away a, in a straitjacket. You might make a friend, <laughs> especially if they've got a bloody Hilux and a bug out rack. <laughs> Anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am a prepper. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.